Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to our special New Year's edition of In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. To help us celebrate the holiday, we've invited one of our favorite co-workers, Vanity Fair film critic and Little Gold Men co-host Richard Lawson. Hello. Richard's of no relation to Beyonce's stepfather, the other Richard Lawson, but I am desperate to know, because I don't think we've ever talked about this, Richard, what's it like having the same name as Tina Knowles' husband? I mean, it's big. You know, it's funny because I've been aware of that family because Bianca Lawson, Richard Lawson's daughter, was on Saved by the Bell, the New Class, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I was like, oh, cool, she has my last name. And then I realized that her father's name was Richard many years later, uh, who's also an actor. Um, he was in Poltergeist, I believe. Wow. Anyway, so, but he wasn't really a famous person. He had like an acting school in LA or has still. But then he started this relationship with Tina Knowles, and all of a sudden, like, my, I can't Google myself. I can't search myself on Tumblr. You know, I get a lot of, um, especially on Instagram, I get tagged a lot. And it's someone who like took his acting class being like, thanks, Richard Lawson. And it's like, no, I, I wish that I taught you how to act, but it wasn't me. So have you ever had to clarify? Has anyone ever emailed you for like, a, they want Richard Lawson to promote their new like egg water or something? And then like, you have to say, you know, like, actually, it's not me. Or does that never happen? Um, no, I get a lot of emails f- f- that are meant for me about pr- promoting egg water. And I do. <laughs> no, um, egg water, by by the way, the, the yeah. most common example for these yeah. sort of things. No, I don't get any emails, but I get a lot of tweets. Either they're just mentioning me or they're asking me questions about either Beyonce's mom or about acting class or whatever. And I usually sort of as kindly as possible say like, oh, you have the wrong one. And, you know, sometimes I'll add the real one. I don't know if he's aware of me. But I feel like at this point, there's been enough confusion. He, he, must he be. has to be, right? I mean, he has to be. I just want to know what it's going to take to bring you two together. I have to marry into the family. <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't know. Maybe is there is there like a Richard's be- going to steal Solange away from? Oh, I would happily do that. <laughs> happily, she's great. I think that would be a great marriage. I could see that actually working out really well. You guys just like hanging out on a Sunday afternoon. And I like to wear lots of flowy white outfits, <laughs> and you know, I could see Richard in the tableau of Solange's wedding of like where they're all wearing those like jumpsuit gowns. Yeah, maybe I'll just Photoshop myself in. How did Richard and Tina meet? Do we know this? I don't know. I don't know the backstory. I should do Julie, my homework. I feel like you would. Do we know? 
because like the psychology of like a journeyman actor suddenly marrying into Beyonce's family is like a very interesting dynamic to me because like yeah. all of a sudden now he must have to go everywhere with insane amounts of paparazzi and you know whatever but it's not because of any great acting gig or anything it's literally just because he married Tina you know I followed him sort of via Instagram or whatever because I'm just kind of curious what his life is like because he took this kind name? of big oh. status leap and he has my name oh. he seems to not be like after it for the fame or anything he just seems like kind of a normal guy who just happens to be in love with the mother of the most famous woman in the world has it messed up your google alert situation? oh it's horrible like yeah. so now do you get pings oh I, I mean i don't i don't have those turned on anymore because oh, it was just like, but like you know like many writers i'm not going to accuse either of you of doing it but like i have I've searched never looked myself. up anything i've ever done in my life <laughs> <laughs> but i've you know i search myself see if like people are talking about something i wrote and i really i mean it's i have to be very specific now i can't just search for your loss and it used to be i could but now, now I have to be like Vanity Fair or whatever. You know, I have to be very specific. Would you ever think about using a middle? What's your middle name? I have two, Anthony and Michael. So A.M. I didn't know. You're like royalty, Richard. I <laughs> yeah. did not mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, I, but I mean, I feel like that would be strange now to bring that out into the... It would be strange. And also, this is something... So years ago, when I was a senior in college and like Gmail was first a thing, and you had to get invitations from somebody. You right. know? So I was like an early person on Gmail, but someone had already taken Richard.Lawson, someone had taken R. Lawson or whatever. And so I was going to do my initials, but it's R.A.M. Lawson. It would just look like Ram Lawson. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with that. <laughs> so I just used my middle initials. But um, no, I don't think at this point it would be hard. But yeah. um, just to distinguish myself. But I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, remember when Vanessa Williams became Vanessa A. Williams for a while because a Melrose Place actress also named Vanessa Williams had oh, taken had taken the SAG thing. Or and like get, Michael B. Jordan, I guess, had to do that. For, right, because of the basketball <laughs> that, that other guy, yeah, was someone yeah. else named Michael Jordan, I yeah. think? I don't really know who he is. Yeah. Well, I want Richard to stand his ground because I feel like Richard had more Twitter followers. He probably still does. Is the other Richard Lawson on Twitter? I think he is. Um, and let's take a look. You know, I, I think that we can both coexist. Um, I just sometimes when I get tagged on Instagram, it leads to a lot of read grams and it's, that gets a little annoying. But beyond that, let's see. OK, this, by the way, this also means Beyonce probably might be aware of our Richard Lawson. Because, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, w- I would hope so. If, Richard La- if there's ever like a big mess up and he messages it to Tina, Tina will mention it to Beyonce on their weekly phone call or whatever. Right. And then she'll be aware of you. Yeah, that's true. We need there to be like a big mix up. So Richard Lawson, the actor and Beyonce's stepfather is at Mr. Richard Lawson, Mr. Richard Lawson. And he has 17,000 followers. So I have a few more than he does. You have like four times as Richard's, that? our Richard Lawson is being very modest. I know. So, wow, you're more famous than Beyonce's stepfather, basically is what we're trying to say. Or I just tweet more. (laughs) I mean, frankly. Didn't you actually meet another Josh Dubois? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I haven't met him, but I i mean, it's really? not its not the same as this situation in that the other Josh Dubois isn't famous, but he, he's married to Michelle Williams' mom. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, he has the same name as me. He also lives in New York. He's a year older than me. Whoa, really? He went to UMass and I'm from Boston. Um, That's crazy. And he has tried several times... God, now that I'm putting this out there just fully into the world, this is going to, now it's going to make us even come closer together. That it all started when my aunt emailed uh, the other Josh Duboff, meaning to email me. So Uh. she made a mistake and it was like a kind of personal email, if I remember correctly. So then he somehow forwarded it to me and then that started this whole thing. And then Mm -hmm. he like friended me on Facebook. He wanted to meet up. What's very interesting about him is he was a professional mascot. So he was really. So for UMass, he oh was out gosh. there in whatever like the Minuteman is, yeah. like whatever their team mascot is. He was drafted to be the Minuteman, and then he entered the professional leagues of mascots or whatever. Um, is that still what he does? <laughs> no, I think now he's like in sports business or something. But like, so you have a lot in common. That's what you're saying. 
Yeah. I would love to meet him, I guess. I'd be curious. Like, my last name's a little odd. Like, you know, I have some funny nicknames. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like your name has something to do with your experience of the world and like yeah. how you would be interesting. Maybe. Mine is pretty common, especially in England. I was in a Facebook group for Richard Lawson's <laughs> when I was in college. <laughs> what went down in that Facebook group? Uh, like one kid who organized it and, and invited everyone else, like tried to start like a little convo. And then we all were like, Meh. and I felt I still feel bad about it 10 years later. But but they're a lot. Most of them are in England. And Julie, your name is very common, right? I mean, do you meet, have you met another Julie Miller in person? I actually, I have not, but my dad is John Miller and my stepmom is Jane Miller. So there are really <laughs> no <laughs> efforts to really <laughs> distinguish us. You need to name your kid something really exotic, I think, just to... Beyonce Miller, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, was that hard making screen names and things like that? Or no? It makes it really hard. But I kind of like it for Google alerts. It's kind of harder to find me on the internet. Mm. Oh, that's another, that's another way of looking at it, mm. is that maybe Richard Lawson, the famous one, sort of protects me from things. I don't know. He's yeah. my shield. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So I think also when we have Richard here, we want to make sure we talk about one of your areas of pop cultural expertise, which is the members of One Direction. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How did you chance the pop? I feel like you've always written about it, but... I was always interested in it because pretty soon after the band broke big, what, in like 2010, fans online started this whole thing where they thought that Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson were um, in a sexual and romantic relationship. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's interesting that all these like you know, uh, in theory, teenage girls who right. are, have crushes on these boys don't mind the idea that they're gay and in love with each other. I, I later found out that it's actually a lot of adult women. I mean, it is teenagers. That's the bulk. But, but of a the lot of the hardcore Larry shippers who um, are kind of mad at me these days. But I, I still, you know. So when I say Larry shippers, so Larry is a portmanteau of Louis and Harry, and shipper is like relationship they just cut the relation off and so they just call themselves shippers so they're shippers for all kinds of things for real people for fictional characters i would say that the larry community is probably among the most vociferous of the shipping communities why are they mad at you oh because i tweeted something about how i kind of didn't think it was real anymore and i I don't know do you, what, I, what do you currently is this like a I don't know if I ever really issue? thought no. about it I mean I think that I kind of gaslit myself <laughs> like <laughs> I love the idea that the other Richard Lawson Mr. Richard Lawson is probably getting all these angry emails oh man you're right so maybe they have talked about me and he's like this idiot <laughs> Vanity Fair is like, ruining who is Louis Tomlinson <laughs> right. Beyonce <laughs> right so yeah I got interested in them in that regard and then you know sort of had written about them and would would include at the you know usually at the end of a post like a little bit of a wink to the, the Larry shippers and you know some little fanfic bit about Louis right. and Harry and then it kind of got out of control because I didn't realize how you know devoted the fandom is I don't really understand hardcore fandom in general so I was like oh shoot I stepped in something I shouldn't have so I've backed away a little bit but I still remain quietly invested I guess you could say so wait Richard do people get mad at you because they don't want them to be gay together it's both people who are really devoted to it and people who really don't like the idea like they're oh. both kind of equally intense. 
Some of it gets a little bit weird in terms of like gay politics because it's a lot of straight women who, you know, are invested in this and they're kind of lecturing me, a gay man, about how these things work. <laughs> and it's like, well, actually, guys, but most of it is not like politically charged. I mean, it's kind of fun, except when it gets too intense. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like Terry and Louis are not happy about the whole thing, right? They shy away from any... Yeah, I mean, I think that... Uh, I'm not an... Com- didn't they comment on it once or something? And they were like, actually, like, no. I think they tried to issue some sort of definitive yeah. thing a few years ago. I mean, I'm not, you know, a historian of One Direction exactly, but my understanding is that in the beginning, they kind of... Like do played little, it up a yeah, little they would more. do little things yeah. at concerts or during yeah. interviews or whatever, and then I think that's since abated. I mean, they're not a band anymore, so right. or they're on hiatus. Excuse me. So yeah, I think that they courted it a little bit, and then it got so intense. You know, people have told me like via Twitter or whatever that some people kind of harass women that Louis dates, and or I guess also women that Harry dates. Yeah. And, and Louis now has a baby, and there was this whole crazy conspiracy theory about the baby not mm-hmm. being real, and that that related to Larry shipping. So the whole thing, like anything on the internet can kind of be an unwieldy beast at times. Wow. Well, Richard, what do you think about Harry going full movie star with that Christopher Nolan movie Dunkirk? Have you seen any footage or anything? Uh, I just, just the trailer that's out now. I'm really excited. I love when singers try to be actors. I think it's fascinating. Like when Rihanna was in Battleship, I was like, yes, more. I actually have a friend who shot two scenes of Ocean's 8 with Rihanna. Oh my God. Which was like pretty amazing. Wait, that's amazing. So I'm excited about Harry because I don't know. I have this kind of intuition that he could be a good actor. One Direction did one video where they were like in costume playing characters. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was for best song ever, I think. Oh yeah. And they were all pretty good, but Harry was really good. You know, so maybe he is an actor. I feel like it's interesting that he's sort of laid low a little bit since yeah. the bland band split up. Like Zane's been very out there, Niall's been very out there. Louis and Liam have been yeah, and pregnant. he like you know you don't see him that often. You don't hear that much about him. Um, yeah. He like filmed this movie, you know, before ever he was sequestered. Yeah, I feel like that's an interesting, maybe good, smart move. I don't know, like right? Totally. I think that you know there were a couple long lens paparazzi shots of him on set because the big news was that he had cut his hair for the movie, right? <laughs> I feel like he has that in his contract that he can't mess with his hair. But so it's cut. It's yeah, like I mean, I guess for historical accuracy, there weren't a lot of soldiers running around with beautiful long manes of chestnut hair. <laughs> You're right, Josh. Like, I think he has kind of retreated some. And I think that's probably, I mean, if he's shifting into being an actor, that's great because he means he can be a little more versatile. Yeah. But anyway, in the trailer, the sad thing is, is there's a shot of him underwater screaming. And I'm like, oh, are they going to kill no. Harry Styles? And someone said to me, I bet he dies in like the first 20 minutes of the movie. The combination of things here is bizarre to me a little bit. Yeah. That, like this is his first movie. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, it's not just like Rihanna doing Battleship, which is going to be kind of fun and silly. This, this is, is a like seri- a serious yeah. movie. Yeah. It could be. I mean, it's, it's you know, I wrote about it once when, when they announced the film. That I was like, I called it like a historical drama. And actually the publicist emailed me. He was like, it's a historical action thriller. And I was like, oh, okay. So I don't oh, so know. Maybe it's a little bit less. Yeah. It's more a summer blockbuster. Right. Yeah, but, but Christopher Nolan doesn't stunt cast and he doesn't cast oh. really bad actors, you know. So there must be something there. I'm sure that like the studio's thrilled because it raises the movie's profile. Not that it really needed much raising. But again, I have this weird feeling that he could be actually the real deal, which would be fun. Yeah, really fun. Richard, who's your favorite member of the band? Do you have one? I mean, Harry. (laughs) No, I mean, he's cute, yeah. But, like, I think also in interviews, he's really funny. He's got a weird sense of humor. And he seems sort of both puckish and and kind of playful, but also 
a kind of deeper thinker. So he has this like cadence of his way of speaking yeah. that's like very appealing and this like yeah. I'm, I'm doing a great imitation of it right now. <laughs> if I only you could that. see. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Um, really got into the whole character there. Um but there's just something it's like he has this wisdom about him or something. Right, exactly. They kind of beyond his years. Yes. I mean you forget how young he is. He's like twenty two, I think. I know. He's um, like which four, is crazy. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's I I think that and this is true of a lot of like British teen or child stars as they kind of grow up like the harry potter kids britain just does a better job of raising those kids you know they just seem a little i mean not all, in all cases obviously yeah. but like the one direction kids so far don't seem malformed by fame or anything like they actually seem pretty well adjusted oh that's interesting i've never heard that before that's a good good think piece i would read that so what do we think of zane since one direction i feel like he's been almost the most i guess he left the band before everyone else obviously but I feel like he's just been so out there with the GGD relationship, the new album. He just did the song with Taylor Swift. In contrast to Harry, he's like burning really bright right now. I wonder what the long-term strategy he has going for him is. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, there were always these rumblings about Zayn not wanting to be in the group and that he refused to do the dancing when they tried to have them like choreographed a little bit. You know, he was self-conscious about that. You could read his sort of departure, like he was the first person to leave the band. Yeah, right. You could read it as him running as far away from boy band as he could, getting all the tattoos, doing sexy photo shoots, whatever. Right. But it also, in interviews again, and the music is good, like it seems genuine too. So I think maybe he's just always been this more, you know, edgy kind of entity, more so than like Niall, for example. You know, it's interesting to look at the two of them. Like Niall Horan is now this kind of sweet singer-songwriter in the, you know, Ed, yeah. um, what's his Ed name? Sheeran, yeah. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran vein, whereas... Zane is more I don't know who what, who's this analog to Zane like like almost like a ushery Chris Brown yeah like, like smoldering yeah. sexy I mean you know he he has the looks to support it it, it right. works but with the famous relationships and stuff with the Hadid I don't know but the I don't Hadid, mean, that's the how Hadid. I'm, that's only how I'm referring to Gigi from now on <laughs> who's the other one Bella who is the other one yeah <laughs> no it's just the Hadid yeah there's, there's the Hadid and then there's no one else <laughs> yeah um you know, I don't know. How do they meet? Do we know what's the backstory there? Two publicists. Got oh, I mean, like, right. no, I yeah, mean, I think, how did, oh, he, there is a story about this. It's like he saw her at a bar and like he said something flirty to her, but also it's kind of ridiculous. It's like the, the two of them are like these like physical specimens that right. don't exist anywhere else. So it sort of feels like everyone else in the bar just like kind of disintegrated <laughs> into dust. And it, it was becomes just Zane the, and Gigi the West Side Story dream ballet. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. So like, I don't really feel like there had to be that much like wooing to be done. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, very topical because Gigi, just at lunch, we were looking at a snap that Gigi put up where she's kissing him in the back seat of a car and Zane's like smoking a cigarette or a cigar or something. A cigar? <laughs> it's not a cigar. It's not a cigar. He has his Groucho glasses on. And... <laughs> but but it's like very, it's like, I hesitate to say the word troubling, but he's like affectless and Gigi's just kind of like... Oh kissing i don't know it's it's it, it, i'm making it sound more like problematic and weird than do you it think is. that you're like, like that, she, that he's kind of a prop for her yes that's yeah, what i'm getting at i right. think and i feel like this maybe is how i've viewed the relationship from the beginning of like she's uh, more into it is putting it too simply but like you know and then he's just sort of like okay sure this is nice i'm getting more like instagram followers from it or something yeah but i don't even know if he's thinking about it that maybe he just loves her that much he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't mind the love is that pure yeah you know, they text each other and were like, should we be in a relationship? And they were like, obviously, look at us. So, But it, maybe it turned into true love. I feel like Taylor, Taylor's feelings about it interest me. Um, oh, I'm sure she had. Like, <laughs> they've had like, th- they've had a lot of like third wheel kind of style dates where mm-hmm. like the three of them go out to dinner, which is like always, of course, a weird thing. But then you're like sitting across from Zane and Gigi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't know. Wait, wait. So can you fill us in? So Liam also said a very weird post 
mm-hmm. One Direction thing. His girlfriend is Cheryl Cole. I was her yeah. name. I knew her by, but yeah, from back in her like X Factor days yeah. right? when I was yeah. at summer camp with her. She went by Cheryl Cole, <laughs> right? But She's changed so much. <laughs> but the big story with her was that he auditioned for X Factor to get on One Direction. Right. He was fourteen, and Cheryl was a judge on the panel, and, a, and like an adult, and like yeah. uh, like when ma- married even right or I think something. So. Yeah, he was fourteen when they met, and now they're not only dating, but she's pregnant yeah so there were a lot of rumors that she was pregnant and then they went to some public event and she was clearly with child and but um, i think still not like ever. i don't think confirmed. they've like released a statement or anything no it's just the one who has the baby already this is a different this is a different louis has a baby with the like a, someone he met at a party one night in la it's kind of a <laughs> it's a weird yeah. yeah okay but this actually is like a relationship yeah and, they're know. like dating dating yeah and she's now pregnant so isn't it weird that in just a few months time two of the members of one direction will be fathers yeah that is really strange and i feel like yeah. isn't even being commented on isn't that really weird well they're just so young you know yeah. they're in their early 20s it's just rare you know especially for people with like all this fame and money it just feels like you know there's no rush but you know if love is love again you know <laughs> right <laughs> I need a daily newsletter to keep up on all these events. I'm sure there is one you could subscribe to, or at least there's at least one. Well, Richard, do you think they stay in touch? Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I'm sure that there is a kind of varied dynamic between them. Like Harry and Louis always did, or Louis always did seem close, you know, in yeah. what way we don't know. So maybe they stay in touch. I bet you that Zayn is pretty removed from right. everybody. And I don't know. I feel like probably... Liam is maybe a more aloof too than the other ones, and like yeah. Niall's kind of. I could see Niall trying to get the group text going, and no one really and engages like, much. There's like one little kind of week back and forth, and then Zane <laughs> Dane has the bubbles, but then he never, <laughs> and they never know what he was going to say. Gigi's like Zane, give me your phone. And he's like, all right, yeah, and that, that that's the end of the chain. <laughs> Can I send this? It's like, no, Gigi. <laughs> yeah, that feels right to me. Julia, do you have a, like a One Direction favorite member or anything like that? I- taking this all in i really don't know this is a very big pop culture blind spot for me so i've been absorbing this well if you're interested there are um not that i've watched them um many youtube videos that are like harry and louis cutest moments or harry funniest fan interactions or whatever there's so many compilation videos and a lot of them are the same clips but that's a good primer for you julie if if you're interested in learning more are they going to get back together or no harry and louis (laughs) the the band the band i think I would imagine never, right? I don't know. But like, I feel like they could do with maybe the four who aren't Zane, but I don't even think Harry would be so down for this because I feel like it's going to be like a Justin Timberlake situation where he tries right. to like disassociate. Well, that's the thing. They're kind of two like, Justins in yeah. that group, you know? Or it's a Justin and a J.C. Chazé who actually did well. Right. Right. Because I could see, uh, the only thing I was going to say is I could see maybe in like 15 years they do like a the reunion tour vibe, but I don't see Harry ever being down unless he really yeah. falls on hard times. Yeah, and there's something that like, you know, they're kind of early boy band songs, like um, You Don't Know You're Beautiful or whatever. Those were sort of corny and, and sort of, But the more their music kind of developed, it sort of shook off that kind of like cheesy boy band thing. And I feel like a reunion is sort of cheesy boy band. And I just don't, I don't know, I just don't really see them doing it. But, right. But no, totally. But, you know, maybe they'll have mortgages to pay and it'll happen. Yeah. Like you could be a One Direction historian if like this all doesn't work out. You could write some sort of memoir on your days covering One Direction. I mean, I've thought about writing a piece for the website about Larry fandom and like interviewing these people and being like, so what is the yeah. fuel behind? Like, like might what? be playing with fire. But I, I've decided that I think I'm better just to leave well enough alone and mm. let them have their thing. And The other Richard Lawson is listening and like screaming, no, please. <laughs> exactly. I don't want any more angry tweets. Right. Well, Richard, while we have you here, I'm also curious since you're the film critic 
for Vanity Fair, I wanted to get your holiday entertainment recommendations for the people maybe who have already had too much family time. And yeah, need out. Right, right. So what do you recommend? Yeah, I feel like with family movies, are always, like, people are always like, what can I see with my parents? Kind mm-hmm. of, right? I guess it kind of depends on the parents. I think Hidden Figures, which will be in some theaters, but is opening wider in January. It's a good, feel-good movie about, you know, these three women who worked for NASA and sort of didn't get their due in their day. So it's a nice kind of uplifting story. Very parent-friendly, kid-friendly, too, for the most part. So I would say that, if it's playing where you are, is like a sure thing, down the middle kind of hit. I don't know. Fences is also good. It's kind of like a serious drama with some swears, but nothing beyond that. But if you want to leave the family behind... Uh, that's that's a trigger. I mean, I'll be very elevated about it. There's a German film called Tony Erdmann that is opening on Christmas Day that is very good. It's about three hours long, so you'll be out of the house for a long time. That's good. Or you can leave after an hour and then be, do something else for two hours and pretend you were at the movie, which is maybe something I've done. It was like it had a really interesting things to say. About right? Like, yeah. yeah. In in German. <laughs> um, but you know, other than that, like holiday wise this year, it's weird. It's like Collateral Beauty, Star Wars, obviously. Yeah, I was texting my brother yesterday about what we were going to see on Christmas. I was like, I don't know. Like, it feels like the Oscar-y stuff kind of came out already, yeah. if that makes any sense. I guess La La Land is kind of opening in gradually, so it'll be like in a lot of theaters by Christmas. That's also probably pretty parent-friendly. What's just been, what's been your favorite? Did you have like your champion horse that you've just been really excited about? Um, this season, I think, I really like um, Jackie a lot of, of movies that are out right now. Jackie and Manchester by the Sea, but then th- that movie's kind of plagued with some scandal now because of Casey Affleck. So. But I would say Jackie is my favorite of the bunch, but... If you're going to go see that at Christmas with family, make sure you take like the artsy people in your family because it's it's a weird movie. This is a good time to say if you aren't listening to Little Gold Men, you should definitely listen to it. Oh, yeah. Is Richard is on with also Mike Hogan, Katie Rich and Joanna Robinson. They talk about films and the Oscar race and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You guys talk about the celebrities. We talk about what the celebrities make and it's a perfect combination. So we're, we're, we're covering it from all angles. Like sibling friends. <laughs> um <laughs> But trying to think, like, I feel like also now for me, there's so much of just like, oh, well, like binge some TV shows. I feel like the TV options have gotten so robust. There's a lot. And I think, you know, there are some really cool things that came out toward the end of this year. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of things where it's like, oh, I'll catch up over Christmas kind of stuff. Like Search Party, the TBS show. I I really want to see It's made by a bunch of like cool, you know, well, they're now in L.A., but one time, you know, Brooklynites. But it's kind of a mystery while also being a satire of millennials. That's really great. And that's, I think, all on Amazon right now, even though it's a TBS show. And then there's this really weird Netflix show called The OA that just premiered earlier this month. And it's a very strange sci-fi thing with Britt Marling, who is kind of this indie darling who disappeared for a while and now is back with this show. So if you have, a, you know, a taste for like very odd sci-fi, that could be a good binge. I watched it all in one sitting. So. Wow. How many episodes? Eight. So it's eight hours. It's an eight hour movie, really. It's, you know, that's kind of how they're building it rather than a series. Richard, I have a question because you watch so many high-minded things like German language movies. Right. What is guilty pleasure? Like if the FBI were coming to search your house, there was one thing you could remove from your DVR, what would it be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I know if I could remove something from my Netflix recently yeah. watched, I have, you know, a really <laughs> grim taste for like 
the gay and lesbian section of Netflix, like there are some really bad gay romance movies that are on there that I'll watch kind of like guiltily, like on a Sunday night or something. But my real guilty pleasure right now is something that I've watched in little installments on YouTube. And it's a Norwegian teen series called Scam, S-K-A-M, which means shame. And there's a gay plot line on the show between these two kids at a high school in Oslo or a college, which is in Europe, but means something different, I guess. But people on YouTube will cut together just the gay plot line and then put English subtitles on it. And I have devoured that. And the season just ended. Which season is just that plot line, like cut out. Which is actually something that they do for a lot of shows. Like uh, like any show with a gay plot line, someone has cut it up and just sewn them together. That was my guilty pleasure this fall was like this Norwegian teen series. And Degrassi's coming back on Netflix in January, so. Wait, I can't believe we actually haven't even asked Richard about this yet. The patron saint of the podcast, Megan Markle. Have you ever seen Suits, her show? That's a great question. And I, because I listened to you guys talk about Suits and I'm like, I, no, I too have not You've seen Suits. You've never seen an episode. I've never seen one suit. Wow. Nope. Wow. Um, I don't know. I, but I, you know, I have feelings about that relationship because, you know. Yeah. What do you, I'd love to hear your take on this. I kind of like the surprise of it. Like, yeah. I like that, you know, he's thinking outside the gene pool of like British aristocracy. I like to imagine also that like there's some older member of the family, whether it's Camilla or, you know, the queen herself, who's just scandalized by this sort of t- an actress. You know, it's Wallace Simpson all over again. She has a what? What's an Instagram? <laughs> right. right. Like, Except yeah. Meghan Markle's probably not a Nazi like Wallace Simpson was. So, yeah. I, I like that that kind of drama of it, right. and you know, if the crown continues to be a hit, that's going to be a great plotline in I don't know a few oh, years. I would love that, and she can play herself, right? Exactly, it'll be very meta. <laughs> it is just that though; it's a great new plotline. It's like mm-hmm. it's a really good new yeah. infusion. What the royal stuff can get, you know, like George, Charlotte, Kate, William—they don't do anything that's so interesting. At well, because it's also controlled, you know, right? Like, and Kate's like, "Can I speak?" Like, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where, can I live? <laughs> yeah, and I feel like Megan comes in and she's just like out exactly this outside force. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish that she was a little bit more like her kind of lifestyle brand seems to be very like positive and like you know clean and friendly i kind of wish that she had a little darkness to her but i Mm. i don't i don't know if even harry is allowed to do that so i love that she's american love that she's biracial love that she's a divorcee hate the lifestyle blog (laughs) yeah yeah i totally agree i mean for a lifestyle like instagram person to become a literal princess is like the apex of you know <laughs> you know the, the other lifestyle bloggers on Instagram have to get out of the game now it's like it's uh, like this yeah, is she, won, it. Yeah, she won Megan she won victory like, you can't put up an inspirational quote anymore like Megan yeah. Markle's like done it but all that's what I also love about the story is that you know Harry has been this like hot commodity most eligible bachelor in the world for you know the be- a decade now and you know all these people vying for him and what was it going to be Cressida bonus was it going to be whoever and then all of a sudden out of nowhere just like photo fin <laughs> Here comes Meghan Markle. It's so perfect. She's like, what? I did that? Yeah. Like, Oh, me? <laughs> like, I just imagine like her at a party and every other woman and gay man is staring daggers at her. And she's just like, well, I won. She's like, do you want my organic flaxseed? Like, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cold comfort from Meghan Markle. That feels like a good transition. You know, we, we talk about some of these celebrities, how they celebrate their big occasions. We felt like it was appropriate to talk about what their New Year's resolutions might be. I think it's a good way to talk about where they are in general. We were going to do Meghan anyway, but I feel like Meghan's already, I mean, like, what else does she have? I mean, she, she's done it all, like, already. Yeah. Her resolution is just keep keep going. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, she's hit the jackpot, as we talked about on last week's episode. She's the most Googled actress. Did you see that? I didn't see that. That's she's crazy. She's the most Googled actress above Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Lawrence, right? Of 2016, all that traffic starting, like, November 1st. <laughs> I mean, so, right, she's she's done it all. I guess she probably wants to, like, get engaged at some point in 2017. Right, and but, then, like, but then she'd have to move to England, and I, well, how would that affect her acting career? But maybe it doesn't matter. 
Oh my gosh, suits, they'll move production to the US. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I liked when you guys were talking about how thrilled USA must be with this. I thing. mean, USA, yeah. it's yeah. like, I think they're going to break the fourth wall at a certain point. They're going to be mm-hmm. like, Look. so like, you just went to London, girl, like, tell, like, like, it's like whoever, her char- yeah. I don't even know what her character does, or I feel like they're just going to start talking to her as if she's Meghan Markle. What about Beyonce? What do we think Beyonce might be looking to in 2017? She's another one in that category where she's done it all. Yeah, I feel like she's going to... I want her to, like, veer... I want her to go back to film acting. Yes. I think that would be exciting. Because whatever happened, she was going to be in The Star is Born that Bradley Cooper was directing, and, and now Gaga's it's Lady Gaga. And moved in, right? Yeah, the, the butchest film project in history. Um, <laughs> what was her last movie? Dreamgirls, Obsessed. That C- Capitol Records movie. Oh, where she right. played a singer, um, but she really hasn't tried recently to do anything that's been super. No, it's been it's, it's been a few been years. Like, yeah, and I think she's I think she's good. Yeah, I like her, and and I think that you know there was a degree of acting in Lemonade with the voiceover yeah. that was so well done. I mean, the the words you know were beautiful too, but like, so I don't know. I think that could be a good resolution. I was about for her. to say her her music videos are so to me like narrative and yeah. kind of like cinematic that it feels like that would be. I'm actually kind of surprised. Almost, I mean, maybe that is what's coming because like I feel like that would be a natural thing for her. Richard, is she going to get an Oscar nomination for Lemonade? Is that even possible? Because that could be her resolution. No, because it didn't play theatrically, sadly. Uh, right. But, but I think she, I mean, given the right role, she could she could get an Oscar, you know, in a couple of years. And then we have, I guess, Taylor Swift. I feel like she's going to have new music any minute now. So that's what I imagined her 2017 is going to be all about. Many people thought she was going to, because she's been on this like two-year cycle. Right. Um, and she did nothing. So people were like, oh, she's going to do like a surprise album in October to keep up with that. Well, because then album. there was the Zayn song. So that sort of felt like maybe right. it was announcing something, but it no. doesn't seem to. Have. Which is tied to Fifty Shades Darker, which is, uh, oh, right. which I think is like an interesting Taylor Swift move. Um, I should say so, yeah. Because Zayn, it feels on brand for Zayn, right? Completely. I mean, like, he's been doing this kind of, like, sexual pseudo, you know? So I'm curious to see if this kind of... I mean, it was like that song was with Jack Antonoff, who Taylor's worked with before, so right. I imagine... It wasn't, like, such a musical departure, but I'm curious to see where she's going to go. What do you think, I think Julie? she needs to get Zayn out there for, like, one of her holiday celebrations. Feature Zayn on her Instagram. Oh, yeah, the Rhode Island house. I once got a second party invitation to the Rhode Island house. How how have I never heard this? And yep. for, can you say more about yeah. why? Well, yeah, I mean, who cares? Uh, yes, I can. Um, who cares? So, no, I mean, I'm, like, I, I was knocked Richard's microphone. I was going to stop myself, because, but I was no, like, it doesn't matter. So I'm Twitter friends with Jamie King. And um, <laughs> wow, this is like lead bearing left and right. I was in Rhode Island a couple of years ago w- with my parents and my sister, and I saw on Instagram that they were all in the Rhode Island house. I think she'd just bought it. It was a few years ago at this point. And I DM'd Jamie and I was like, hey, I'm in Rhode Island too, a small world or whatever. And she wrote back and she was like, oh my God, you should come over. And I was like, I can't. And she said, well, next year, definitely. I mean, it was such an empty, like, non-invitation. But like, like I was, why couldn't you? I don't know. I was, I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't just going to go ring her doorbell <laughs> and be like, hey, Jamie invited me, who I've never met. I don't know what I would do if I saw you on Taylor Swift's Instagram. Can you imagine? imagine Richard in like a mannequin challenge <laughs> on like Taylor Swift's Instagram account? <laughs> like, in some sort of like yeah. gold lame, like Taylor Swift outfits everyone when they enter. I would it's love like that. Pulling cookies out of the oven, <laughs> smiling at the camera. Richard oh. going down the water slide for yeah. like Tame Erica or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a that was crazy. I thought about the next year following up on it, but then I I sort of just didn't. And I don't think that Jamie King was there that year. You uh, should do so over the holidays. Like do it over Christmas. Well, maybe I yeah, I mean, you know, I think the first step is to meet Jamie King and become friends with her that's off Twitter and then go from there. Not that I would be using Jamie King, but <laughs> 
I have someone who I, I think should make a resolution if yeah, I'm able to oh my gosh, go offer for one it. up. Yeah. So I think that in 2017, Anna Kendrick should resolve to have a little more self-confidence. She's not a scrappy little nobody. She's an Oscar-nominated movie star, and she should own that. Wow. I, I'm, I'm blown away. I think that's a great note to end on. Richard, it was so nice to have you here today. Thanks. This was really fun. Yeah, it was great. And you well, guys are doing a great. I love I loved the podcast. It's great, and everyone should rate and review and all that. Oh, thanks, Richard. On that note, this does it for this week's In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, do whatever else on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm Jay Duboff. And Richard is Rylaws. R-I-L-A-W-S. Also, while you're at it, you can follow Beyonce's stepfather, Richard Lawson, on Twitter. Um... (laughs) He needs the followers to catch up to Richard Lawson who's with us today. He needs all the help he can get. We also have an Instagram in the Limelight VF. This episode was edited and produced by Alana Milner. Thanks to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. And thank you guys so much. Have a happy new year. And we will talk to you in 2017.